Well, the warmer weather really does make you just want to get out and shine, right? It's such a mood booster. So let's work with that energy and add renewed confidence with a little help from the Skin Center. It's Abby, and we can say goodbye to that winter dullness with a Diamond Glow facial or try the go-to anti-aging skincare treatment, microneedling, which stimulates collagen. Just DM Skin Center MD on Instagram or give them a call and mention the promo code Abby. You'll get $50 off your next skincare treatment. The Skin Center. Pittsburgh's number one med spa. Hey, it's comedian Nikki Glazer. I can't wait. I can't wait for you to listen to my new show, The Nikki Glazer Podcast, from the Big Money Players Network and iHeartRadio, with my best friend and roommate Andrew Collin. Hey, it's me, Andrew. He's hilarious, and no, we are not. You know, cooking. <laughs> iHeartRadio is number one for podcasts. You can always find the Nikki Glazer Podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, I am the writer of the blacklisted comedy spec script, Ground Darce Day. Uh, It's basically just a really heady comedy about Darcy Silva uh, sort of reliving the exact same day over and over again when Stacy tells her that her and Florian have been have gotten engaged. Uh, and she's always trying to figure out how she can do, what can she do differently to not have that be the outcome. You'll have to tune in to find out. That's, I'm Sophia Alexandra. I'm, I'm totally happy for you. Like, like it's totally fine. Like, you can you imagine the whole totally film? Together. It says 90 minutes of that. Where <laughs> Stacy does, Darcy doesn't do the damn thing different. She wakes like, what the hell is going on? Stacy, are you about to tell me you and Florian got engaged? What the fuck? That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> And that's good. I'm because actually my fine with it. Out. I'm actually like super happy for you. It's just denial every day. So just actually like I was better. praying for this. I was praying for this like for about 17 years. So it's like actually good because to me it shows me that like my prayers are very powerful. It's like God is on my side. Actually, is what I've gotten. But out of also this. like for you, so. great. Like I guess the byproduct is like you have a life partner, but also I'm omnipotent. So hi, I'm the <laughs> inventor of uh, toe socks for hands. Miles Gray. Now, I've heard about you, and I've uh-huh. heard about this invention. Uh, you were famously involved in a lawsuit uh, by just a glove manufacturer. Wait, I'm sorry. They... What do you mean? Oh, gloves. okay. So, I know, right. And I get it for legal reasons. You can't actually admit that you know what I'm talking about. But uh, in the case, if you remember, which you lost uh, when you said toe socks I guess socks what I'm saying hands. is, what are gloves? Oh, so now you're going if, back to your actual defense. Right. I'm just saying, if not toe define, socks for hands. Which came first, the glove wrong? or yeah. the toe sock for the hand? Thank you so much for seeing it my way. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, which did come first? I can see some, there has to be somebody arguing such a ridiculous case before a court somewhere, if courts were still open. Anyway, welcome to the show. That was the intro uh, from our cannabis-rotted brains. Uh, welcome to 420 Day Fiancé. A podcast where we talk about our favorite reality show, 90 Day Fiancé, and all of its various iterations. This episode is about 90 Day the Other Way. Mm-hmm. Miles, tell him. Do you always do this because... You never write down the season and episode number, or you know I always do, so you're like, man, this dude has it. Or you try to, and you always forget. I'm always curious. Or you have it written down, and you just like to toss it to me at this point. No, it's one and two. 
I forget what those options were, but for one, <laughs> press two. Um, the first option was whether I don't write it down because uh, oh, you know, I'm I good. always forget. And then uh, the other option was because I know you'll do it. So I'm like, it's both. Yeah. But like, like if one day you were like, I'm not doing it, I'd be like, okay, I'll write it down. We're like the two scummy honor students who like don't really try <laughs> in class, but are smart enough to devise schemes to never have to actually study. We so just like, Yo, basically you didn't come through that homework trade today? off cheating <sighs> off of each other in a way that no one can tell. We each have learned exactly half the information. I have a question. Is there um like a statute of limitations for cheating on exams in high school? Like if you called your school right now and you said, and I told them, final, nullify all of my tests. No, nah, I don't think anybody gives a shit. Yeah, I can't. Okay, cool. So what happened was uh, sophomore <laughs> year at, from AP, when the AP classes began, there was a system from the upperclassmen that where the every test, homework, anything would be consolidated um, or s- certain students would consolidate them. Now, it wasn't like an outright tradition. Just some students had their shit together. And if you were on their good side, they would bestow that shit down to you when it was your turn to pick up the rock and do damage on the AP European history test. Uh, See, shout that out seems to, like some shit I'd seen cruel intentions, but like not in real life. Oh, my, well, the difference is too. our teacher, bless his heart, Mr. Grant, he he was he could barely see his eyesight was very poor his oh, hearing was poor sad. he was very intelligent he was very sharp but that meant like you could get away with doing like wild bits behind his He's back like, like the truffles of teachers <laughs> yes he is he would turn his back i would get up and at the time there was no millie rock but i think i was doing maybe the chicken head from st louis uh by the overhead projector and i was like read it read it do the monastery that it i'd be like ah and then I was, he would turn his or, head. I would sit back at my desk. Were you anything above your head like a helicopter, like Petey Pablo style? No, Petey Pablo was, I, I was just getting, I was, that was later in my high school career when okay. we, when we were taught to raise up, take our shirts off and, you know, twist them around your heads like a helicopter. Like a yeah, helicopter. Yeah. Uh, but so anyway, with him, he didn't change his tests for years. So like the quizzes were that he gave the same quiz for like six years in a row. So at that point, when people caught on, it was a wrap. And I used to, man, I used to hustle these quizzes. There's like this one dude, he'd be, he would fucking pay me cash, Monet. Jeremy. No. I'm not Am even going to put this person. No, but it, it is a very white name. I just don't think it's a first name. Is it Kevin? No. Josh? No. Steve? Very, no. Whiter? I mean, I don't know if it's... I don't, like I don't know if we're playing the game like whiter, whiter, hotter, colder. No, it's, it, it's but I mean, no. like, do you mean white like Aiden, or do you mean white like Jeff with a G? I don't know. That's so nuanced. Like Aiden, are we saying is like from Europe, or what do you mean? No, by... No, like Aiden is modern. No, think of white. like a, think of Southern California white boy names. I don't know. I went to Jewish high school, and that's making it everything. Never difficult. mind. We'll leave that a mystery for the K one. Kaylin or something. To submit anyway. Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> no, fool. You're done. Throughout the episode, <laughs> let me know what you think, and if you get it right, I'll tell you you're right. Uh, and we'll leave that for all the K ones to figure out too. Maybe there's a prize. You think I'm not gonna keep guessing? You're crazy. Yeah. No. Go ahead. You you have time. Um, Trent. No. No. Trevor. Tyler. Nope. Well, shout Close? out to homie Tyler. No. No. But not him. No. All right. Fine. So. But you can, you know, you'll, we'll give you at the at the 
end of this act, I will ask you for a few more guesses and we'll continue the search for the true identity of the man who paid cash money for AP European history quizzes. All that to say is I used to print out like labels, real tiny font, and put that shit on my forearm for the oh, Scantron test. Oh, everybody did that shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? And I remember my... F- uh, I remember, dude. My parents were like, my mom was like, "Why are you? Why do you put this so put this energy into doing it like this? You could study." I'm like, because I don't. I'm smarter than the system, mom. Your mom oh. says the classic shit that like, people like when you would get caught, your parents would say they'd be like, "If you put half as much energy yeah, into actually doing the regular slacking work, off, you'd be a genius." It's like, man, no, and you know what though? Cut that's to not us. Not my game. <laughs> cut to us saying that to some younger person though. Like down the road, we're like, and the saga continues. <laughs> so this is season two, episode eight of the other way. This episode is rude awakening, and you know what? They're right. There was a f- there were there were a few rude awakenings on a few levels. Um, I think one for starters was for us as audience members, as fans of the show. Um, and then some people within the show, and we'll get to that uh, later. But first, couple up. Brittany and Yazan, the aftermath from the parental showdown blowout from last week, uh, you know, things went fucking south, and she ran out uh, because it was clear that this was not going to be a good, like a constructive conversation about like if she's interested in converting and what she thinks about marriage and what that's like to marry and possibly move to another country. It just turned into like a really ugly confrontation, which led to her being feeling completely isolated and storming. After Yazan's mom went off, it was impossible mm-hmm. to stay in that house. Yeah. It was she was in her face being like, how dare you not let my son call you baby? The Jordanian equivalent was going off. It was uh, I don't know how that could have even de-escalated at all. You know what I mean? Like, is it even possible? Like, could Britney imagine if we're just playing like a video game where you can literally make anything happen, even if Britney had completely 180 to be like, you are right. I am baby. Um, I am his baby specifically. I have just converted <laughs> and my dad is coming tomorrow with the documents. Are we cool now? I don't know. I feel like the mom was still kind of turned up. Uh, one thing that I was thinking about that I found kind of interesting that I'm skirting your question because I don't have an answer. <laughs> well, one thing yeah, that that's I, fine. I was thinking, I was like, damn, that's a fucking power move. But you know what? I, w- I was just letting myself be crushed by <laughs> no, it. But I'll, t- I'll tell you why I can't really answer it because yeah. it was weird to me that the dad was less strict than the mom. The dad was kind of trying to make the peace, like keep the peace between everybody. And the mom is the one that went like kind of crazy. And I wonder if in a weird way, it's like, when you've lived your life in accordance to these rules and these traditions that have been uh, ingrained in you as something that you have to do and that is like holy and that is appropriate and like the right thing, then when you see somebody who uh, may not end up having to do that, I wonder if it makes you like react before you even know why you're reacting you know what i mean right right it's like because it's like it's one of those things like in your mind what i call uh for like the less refined cycle lack of psychological vocabulary topics where you don't go there and when you go there 
I'm just going to respond because I've kept that sort of compartmentalized as like a toxic dump site of emotion. But when you go there, I can't even think anymore because I've kept that shit sequestered. So my reaction is going to be explosive because all I know is you went there. Um, so then I'm going to go there too. And then you're like, whoa, okay, you're right. Uh, maybe I could have pumped the brakes there a little bit and actually heard what was going on. But yeah, it was definitely like... Uh, you're like Dr. Phil if he was a real doctor. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, That's a Dr. Phil bonus. Thank you so much. And I don't really want that. Um, Sorry, the that's DPV, what happened. But that's what the algorithm does. It giveth. And sometimes don't you don't worry, even want Don't worry, it's only two points. points. Oh, so. And it actually, I got plus two points and then it gave me minus 1,000 points for being insolent. <laughs> um, and I should have, yeah. Now the on the algorithm screen, it's flashing, say, I'm your baby. I'm not your baby. Okay. I'm your baby. Okay. So, you know, when they get to the car, when they bolt from the house, he blames her uh, in, the, in using the same, I guess, words as the algorithm for being insolent. Uh, and this is the thing with them. And I just, I had to like bold this when I typed this out because we've already said this is a dead end everything. But they are both so dumb and closed-minded it's unbelievable on her side she is like oh my god why is he so controlling without considering his culture his religion uh things that you are actively ignoring so if you actually took a second to say that's why you wouldn't have these questions and in the same way he's like why is she so insolent and insubordinate because she comes from a different place with different norms and different attitudes towards what this dynamic is between men and women but not acknowledging that either so they're just both like forcing their own worldview on the other's behavior and are getting their minds blown every time i'm like just tired of this shit yeah it's like seeing someone accidentally stab themselves over and over again you're like okay well maybe you shouldn't have tied a knife to your hand facing mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. that's probably gonna keep happening it's so frustrating watching them just like constantly do that shit to themselves yeah. and each other. I'm like, dude, come on. I don't like that uh, they like both pretty brazenly were like, yeah, I learned nothing about the other person's culture before yeah. we got together. And for That's her why. especially, who's moving to another place yeah. permanently and is going to have to enmesh herself and blend into the culture how why would you not read anything about it it yeah, was it's so hard to keep feeling lame. sorry for either of them because i'm like why do you keep doing this to each other and yourselves well, that's just what they that's just how these two do and you know then she just had her like omni crisis where in the car she just i think was experiencing all of it at once like a she's alone b his family doesn't like you. See, you don't like where you are. You don't want to convert, but you have to convert. You haven't been honest about your divorce and you've been keeping that a secret. You have no, you're like realizing now you actually have not been considering anything about the cultural differences and just exactly why this is so bad. And that's why she just, you know, she was just screaming. And I get it. I, I was like, yeah, like if I wasn't thinking about shit this whole time either, that probably would have all come to a head right there too. Also though, I really felt her as someone who definitely when I've like struggled to explain myself, sometimes will like at the very end of my robe do what Brittany did. 
Oh, and every I was like, I do that oh shit all my the time. god, not all the time, but <laughs> but you I do know, it all like the time. where you're like so frustrated Wendy's. you can't communicate what you're saying, and also um, sometimes when you're talking to somebody who you understand um, is not gonna actually be convinced by what you're saying, where she's like, I don't know your culture, you're gonna have to be a little more patient with me, but right. instead of like, un- like, but when she's like, oh, he's not understanding that. Almost the only way to get sympathy or like not sympathy even, but empathy from him. The only way to get him to act like he gives a shit about her after him saying all of this stuff that's actually really insensitive is, I think, for her to just cry. Because that's one of those things where at least he then melts and is like, well, I don't know. Uh, I guess I'm sorry. Let me comfort you, which I think is fucked up that the only way she can. Um, get him to act empathetically is by crying but i mean but it's also like i think it's instinct it's a combo like, of things yeah obviously. and we also have that just from childhood you cry and then well what's going on what do you need you know t- some some you know i think a lot of people have that feedback loop of what it means to cry in front of a loved one and what that the response you get from that but yeah uh, it's just it's a lot and then I was so then suddenly they're like, okay, don't worry, don't worry, you know, we'll figure it out. I'm like, y'all are not figuring anything out. Are you serious? Like, they're just neither tired for a minute, so they're like, uh, let's take a break. And neither of them have said anything remotely close to like some kind of self aware statement in regards to the fact that they have serious cultural differences they need to reconcile for this to be an actual relationship. Uh, you know, because I am Dr. Trill, and this is uh, my show where I will give advice to these young people. <laughs> and so they go to this apartment. I didn't even realize he had an apartment for her. I was like so caught off guard because I had thought that it was just she was at a hotel and that's where she was just going to stay while he stayed at home. So he's like, okay, well, I got something really nice for you. They go to this hotel. Yo, this motherfucking apartment is really nice. Like, it was really cool. Whoa fucking had the rose petals and shit all over the 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 tile floor going up to the bed um it was definitely i gotta say that's so fucking cheesy when girls see a heart on the bed and rose petals and they melt i'm like bitch you're someone that'll be happy to get proposed to on valentine's day really (laughs) i think hearts I think some people probably think that hearts are really cool in the sense that, like, they are sort of the most instantly recognizable Stop. symbol without having to do too much, in, uh, like, interpreting or analysis of, like, what you're looking at. I think you're literally going to make people believe that this is real, just like you not washing your legs. Stop. People what's don't my, know when you joke. The new myths. Uh, I don't wash my legs. I can only fuck for 20 seconds. <laughs> and... Yes, you also, and Jack are in a fight, right? Hold, the other thing is, that I do have to say this, um, like heart jewelry, I think is really cool, right? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I couldn't even say that shit. Oh, I tried. Oh, I tried, damn it. <laughs> I mean, if it's not, then Zales is really fucking miscalculated on everything. Not only that, I think they're just unethical sourcing of diamonds uh i mean maybe they've changed it now but the whole thing i with, don't think zales has diamonds isn't it not real oh no zales are diamonds 
Oh, sorry. I'm not I'm not familiar. I guess I'm thinking of like Jared's. You got it at Jared's. Maybe that's real Jared? too. Jared? Or what you think of chocolate diamonds? Where is that at? Because those are real. Diamonds? Yeah, that's like a marketing scheme for like gross ass shit. That's not a mark. This is a weird combination. Look up chocolate diamonds right now, and then you'll know what I mean. It's edible. It's not real or is shit. this a diamond that's brown? No, it's like an ugly ass brown stone and through marketing they've tried to sell it as chocolate diamonds oh get the fuck out of here who is it by did you look it up everybody's got one levy levian levian yeah they're the designers that's what it is levian no i think it's levian oh what's space too i think it's france oh i think it's french yeah you're right i was thinking of like uh persian kids i went to high school with Oh, okay. Michelle Levian, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know, you know shout Michelle. out to their chocolate diamonds. They tried. They tried. You know what? That is a, that was a you tried bonus to Levian Jewelers. Um, this is two points. Because that's just, also, honestly, you try. It's such a stupid ass idea, though. It's also minus a hundred K for making something disgusting that you force men to buy because they don't know any better. I mean, yo, you are a fucking herb if you pull up with a chocolate diamond. Let this be known. <laughs> a part of the legends of this show. You don't bed pack. Mm-mm. Okay. What was the other thing? Wash your legs. Okay. Some people can wash their legs and do not buy chocolate diamonds. What the f- I mean, the fact that that shit, we, we're getting sidetracked by all the offensive jewelry. All this to say Hunty, is- see that is the whole show. <laughs> I know. It's, you know what I have to do? It's like almost for my own, like, well-being. I'm like, I have to get off this. My, my, my blood pressure is going up talking about fucking chocolate diamonds. I'm like, not like this. I'm not going out like this. Um, did you think the apartment, what do you think of that as a gesture? Because does it almost erase how terrible their actual relationship is? is it yeah, I mean, enough? I love it when a man gets me something right after uh, he's really made me feel like dirt in front of his whole family. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. honestly, it was on everyone. Uh, so I'm just being glib. But um, the apartment's nice. I could do without the heart in rose petals. I think that shit's We get cheesy. it. Just get her an actual bouquet that you can put by the bed. That's so much nicer. But then, you know. Like, she's going to have to clean that shit up tomorrow anyway. That sucks. What are okay, you doing? Okay, but in the movies, they don't show that where they have to it's deal with the pedals. It's stuck on your fucking pussy while you're having sex. What's, what, what are we doing? Well, what are you doing if, like, you can't even do it? I'm, hmm. I'm just trying to think if it's on there where suddenly you're like, oh, sorry, the flower petals are getting all over my pussy and your balls. <laughs> <laughs> if you're fucking it, if you're fucking right and you're getting sweaty, yeah, those petals are gonna be sticking on you. You want to swipe that also, shit off the bed? I'm like, pussy's yo, wet. I'm sorry if your pussy's dry. Not, I guess I'm no. Miles, I'm not shaming the mo- the the wetness here. I'm just talking about That's what, what I'm picturing is a lack of swiping the petals off the bed or ripping the sheet off so you don't have to even fuck near the petals. Yeah, I guess. Then what's the point for them to be on the bed for the three seconds? Who even cares? I mean, that's why I think that's why we've we've actually logically figured out don't put the fucking pedals on. Yes. They could get stuck in your asshole for all you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, have you ever done that though? I love that You've- you just spat on your mic when you said asshole and <laughs> you had to you had, you had to 
wipe it off the mic and off your face. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's hey, a you spitty know. Magoo bonus of 100K <laughs> to you. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, okay. And you got anything else on these two aside from just getting angry at some other obscure form of jewelry? Um, well, I just oh, want to say that we're uncle. adding we're adding the petals as a thing that we're against as a show. Petals um, and heart shaped anything. Exactly. And <laughs> But the thing is, I don't know if you've seen the Jane Seymour collection, but some of her designs <laughs> are really I think are interesting. <laughs> I love Jewelers. it when the commercials for any of the jewelers are like, We came up with this design when it's a big heart. Hugging a smaller heart. That's it's like someone op- who loves mm. you holding you from behind. Stop. Stop. <laughs> it's the open hearts, first of all, is what that design is. Um, so don't be so flippant about it. Jane Seymour was the fucking it's to Gerber, to signify baby. that my heart is always open. Open Hearts by Jane Seymour, The Road Ahead Collection. <laughs> to signify that I am forever your medicine woman. Say it to your wife. <laughs> I'm forever your medicine woman. What, Brad? <laughs> Nothing. What the fuck? And also this jewelry's fug, fool. Get the fuck out my face with this. What is this shit? It's brown. Every They're kiss like, begins with chocolate diamonds <laughs> on a, b- a booty hole. Whoa. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pull the plug on that, and we're going to take a quick break. Before we do that, do you have a guess on what that name is really quick? Um, Ashton. No. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> Can you just tell me the name? It's killing me. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mmm, yeah. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. America's so fucking tight. And we're back. And as Eric? We, no. It's not a it's not a difficult name. I don't understand. <laughs> Can you tell me what letter it starts with? It starts in the first half of the alphabet. I'll give you that much. First half? That's This is hard, Caleb. No. <laughs> <Caleb's> <laughs> That's a, not super a very white. Man, uh, you're coming after Caleb Sinan. I know. We'll have to have him on so you can defend his name. Um, um, that okay. motherfucker knows he's white. Just because he lived in Atlanta doesn't mean shit. <laughs> I know. He was, I, ah, man, the last time he was on, I had a very good time with him. Anyway. I love him. He's we so digress. funny. We digress. He doesn't need me to say that. He fucking no. knows he's funny. We have to move on now to really what I believe is true when this title is uh, Rude Awakening. Kenny and Armando. 
this has been oh, a no. bit of a this rude is... fucking awakening, not just for his ass pulling up to Mexico in La Mision and saying, whoa, what do you mean I have to drive more than two feet to a bank? Hold up. Hey. Wait. I'm ready um, for the chase to be on every corner. Hey. Wow. <laughs> He was missing a chase on every corner. I'm sorry. It's a JP Morgan chase bonus. Uh, and that's it's 22,000 points. Cool 22,000 points. To me or to chase? To you. Oh, okay, cool. Because they don't yeah. need it. No, they don't. Actually, uh, you I, know what? Minus a b- bajillion to them for being a fucking corporation <laughs> that doesn't give a shit. Fuck them. Well, I think actually look into the history of uh, what those companies used to be into in the, I think we call it the antebellum period. Uh, and check that out. So I think with these two, we are seeing now uh, that I'm just going to come out and say it up top. I'm not going to even get to this sequentially because if you saw the show, you saw three? the show. I don't know if he's. Well, I'm not. No, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm not. I'm not rendering a verdict. If that's what you're my honor. Hold on. Do we need to sidebar my honor? My honor, hold on. I just want to say, okay. are, are we ready K-1s to say that listen. we've changed our hold on. opinion hold on. on something? K-1s, do not listen right now, okay? This is a sidebar between two judges and magistrates, magistrates, okay? Hey, Shh, my honor. Listening. My hey, honor, listen. what do you think? Are, so what, are you, are you going to cancel him? Is that what you're about to do? No, I'm not going to cancel oh, him, okay. my okay. honor. I just like sure. want to say that mm-hmm. um, yes. I am changing right. my opinion from loving yes. Kenny Yes. To possibly not loving him because oh, yes, definitely, now definitely, I definitely, think definitely, he's definitely, spoiled. Definitely, Are we on the same definitely, page? Definitely, definitely. Yes, yes, okay, yes, okay, yes. okay. Sidebar or so, over. Okay, order. Over. Okay. And, my honor. okay, kids, we're back. You can unplug your ears. We weren't talking about anything dirty. Um, Mama and Daddy are back. Everything's fine. We weren't in a fight. Meow. But <laughs> <laughs> the fuck that is. But um, kids, we do have something to tell you about Kenny. Um, I know everybody was feeling really good about him in the beginning, and we said, wow, this man is so sweet. I'm really rooting for him. Um, but unfortunately, we have to, unfor- I, I think, you know, ah, it really hurts to, to say. Yeah, um, he's a spoiled fucking American, is, is what it's turned out to be. He is uh, a little bit of a prince. And yes. Now that we've seen him away from his comfort zone of wherever the fuck he's from uh, in America. Where is he from? Florida? Florida. I don't remember. Whoa, I like how you just, wherever the fuck he's from. Okay. I I got a little mad at him during this whole sequence. I was, yes. I was was very angry. If I had um, been someone that was making dinner and making a place nice for someone and doing an arts and craft representation of our two cultures, blending together in love and then you got there and you were a fucking dick about there not being a bank on every corner and about food having sauce on it and fucking flavor sorry kenny if you think i'm gonna back that no neither miles nor i will stand for that shit i mean you could also tell there was like that banner i didn't realize that armando Either he made that with his own graphic design skills or he went on Fiverr and had somebody hook it up. But it was a cool banner. That was when he fucking made that banner. You know, he did. That was the first sign, though, when Kenny was starting to show that he was on some bullshit. He was like, oh, I look weird in that. Shut the fuck up, Kenny. What are you? What the fuck are you? Bitch, it's a cartoon. (laughs) 
It would be really weird if it looked just like you. What is your problem? Uh, I think he's he's very... That's weird. My beard's actually half a setting different from that. So, like, I don't know if we should even be together anymore. Do you have the Pantone number for the the shade of brown that my beard was? Can you tell me what the the CMYK number or whatever the graphic design jargon they use? Do you... He, it's, it really is. Then it's like, then Armando mentioned something about the propane tank and like the water not being hot. And you could still, this is when Kenny at first was just kind of being like through gritted teeth being like, it's fine. I guess we'll find out if there's a new propane when the hot water runs out, you fuck. Um, And then he finds out Banks 40 minutes away. He can't believe that. Cut. So then they go to bed. Wait a minute. Here's Mm -hmm. the part where I was like. You're going to have to win me fucking back, Kenny. Okay. When he eats the incredible dinner that Armando made for him, where I was like, oh my God, this is all for just the two of them. Yeah, like, shit being warm in the oven. Dude, there's so ready. much uh. shit. So many dishes. It was so much work. A fucking And then spread. he goes, hey, thanks for dinner. You can do it every night. <laughs> I was like, oh no, you fucking didn't. Yep. Yep. That is not how you thank somebody for cooking for you. If you ever say to anyone who cooked for you, thanks, you can do this every night. Oh, can I? Fuck you, Kenny. Um, That is a, if you saw, you heard the algorithm go off. That was it for Armando. Uh, that was a spread bone, a spread bonus because a mm. delicious dinner spread he put out. Uh, that's um, ciento mil puntos. Si. Is that 100,000? Did I say that right? I don't know. Um, speak Russian. Make sure. Did you not know that? Yep. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> because I remember the first time a Spanish speaker said my name, they're like, your name's Thousands. And I'm like, fuck you. And I didn't know what that meant. And then I heard Miles. Um, and then I, it all it all came together. And I realized I didn't have to yell at that person at the Discovery Zone when I was eight years old. So, <laughs> yeah, he really is. I think that's where we start to see where Kenny, you know, I think we... We were very blinded by the love story blinded about them. Blinded by, by the, the love. Light. Yeah, where they were apart. And it was, I, in isolation, we loved that story. We're rooting for them. But then we see, you know, just because Kenny, uh, you know, is moving all this way, it does not mean, it does not mean he, <laughs> he doesn't have the same, like, trash mentality of, like, ooh, I'm going to have this young uh, mate who is now just going to kind of do whatever the fuck I need. And it's almost like it started to feel like, oh, this isn't a partnership. Like this isn't doesn't feel the way they're speaking to each other. The the way they're talking about anything just doesn't feel like a partnership. It feels like, yes, we love each other, but it's not like we're not equals in some sense. The thing that worries me is that Kenny is going to act like he owns Armando because he's bankrolling their life. Mm -hmm. And it is that savior behavior is going to come up. Yes. And that's why I didn't like what he said about dinner. I mean, the thing I would say if someone cooked me an incredible dinner like that would be like, oh, I can't wait to learn to cook from you. Or I can't wait to make you one of my special meals the next time. That's like what you say if you actually care for the person. That like little joke of making someone your fucking servant. That's not funny. Yeah. And then he was like, all right, let me tear that ass up. It's like, okay. Well, Armando seems smart enough. Like, you know, he's he's with oh, it. Oh, he's no fool for sure. But I'm going to see. Yeah, that's, it'll be it'll be interesting because, you know, we might be speaking too soon. Who knows? Kenny might actually just be needing to adjust and he's willing to do that. But as we go through the episode, we see that, I don't know, man, this this dude, there's a lot of things he's going to have to overcome. The, so 
they <clears throat> they kick the camera crew out. They spend their night together. The next morning, Armando looks like 15 years younger after like a n- good night of sex. It was I could not believe how much better Armando looked to me. I was like, this dude <laughs> somehow time traveled like overnight and came out as like a 25 year old person or what well, he's only 30. But like, I don't know. He seemed very, he seemed rejuvenated just, I think. And that probably is because he's finally with Kenny sex or not. But like, he really looked very like, uh, like vital. Like he would, the, there was the vitality was coming out of him. I think that's what it is when you get to be completely yourself mm-hmm. after pretending to be somebody yeah. else for a long time. And I think yeah. if that's not a fucking argument for uh, <laughs> being not a piece of shit to LGBT people, then I don't know what is. Like that guy lost literally like 15 years of trauma. And you noticed that, right? Hiding. You could, did you not yes. see? Yeah. Okay. Because I was, I was almost like. the next day. And it's, and I think it's because, wow, he actually got to be himself yeah. for a long period of time compared to how often he gets to do that where yeah. he's from. <sighs> see, and then, so then like there's a point where like Armando brings up like when they're still in bed, he's like, you know, Kenny's Spanish isn't that great. And he's like, Bienvenido. He's like, Bienvenidos. No, he's like, Bienvenidos. Like, and he's like, and then he goes, he, And then he's like, actually, his Spanish is terrible. <laughs> yeah. And when Kenny starts being jokey about it, I was already like, I was like, okay, this dude is becoming trashier and trash. And I'm like, and I was like, okay, you, you're now you're being flippant about everything. I have a feeling you're just now going to be compared every you're going to compare everything to your town or existence in florida and ask why it isn't like that and let that stress you out and let that define your experience didn't also extra bother you as like like as someone that speaks another language that's like your family's language like russian is my language that's what i grew up speaking if i was trying to teach like my husband and he was just like fucking around and just being like no, I'm like no, it's Nyeth, and he's like, Rawr! I'm like, what? I don't, I don't, I don't think I'd stay with him. <laughs> like, that's not okay. Nyet? You oh, don't... Nate. All right, Nate. Uh, what else? Uh, Dad, Sylvania. <laughs> like, if I was like Dobre Din, is how we say like good day. You know? Yeah. You'd be like, dope, 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 dope. I'd be like, okay, be like, you're Yo, fired. Fu- yeah, okay, you want me to fuck you up? <laughs> Well, because that's the thing. It's belittling your entire culture, because, but through the context that your your culture is the baseline of normalcy. And so now it's like, oh, what's that? I don't know what that is because this is America. And like, <laughs> it's not, oh, interesting. I'm in this other place in the world. And that's how you speak. I have to realize I come from this other part. And now I'm here in a different culture. And I have things I'm learning because I don't know a fucking thing about Mexico. So it's time to open myself up to learning things. I think think one of the things that is true about Americans is like they uh, have been raised frequently by like the education system and all of that to think of America as like central as like the epicenter of everything. So when they find out that uh, other ways exist, they don't view them as like as valid or on the same playing level. They're like, oh, I have to like lower myself to accept that you exist versus like everybody's ways of living are 
totally exactly valid, you know, yeah. unless obviously like you're doing killer. immoral shit exactly uh evil shit so then they go on a walk in the neighborhood just kind of check things out and immediately this fool is on his bullshit there's a man selling candy and he's like oh it's my favorite candy armando's like let's go cops I'm like oh, i don't know there's dirt on it probably he uh, said there's oh, dust on the candy this motherfucker he said, said that from 50 feet away he didn't even examine it it's just because and then he says like you know Armando says, like, you know, Kenny's a germaphobe. I'm like, germaphobe or xenophobe? Because I'm trying to figure it out. I- I'm curious. You just got he- a phobe, phobe bonus. Phobe, phobe. <laughs> phobe, phobe. Uh, how many points is that? Uh, that's actually 50K. Yep. Last I checked, that was 50K. Um, are you out of Cancelvania? I think you are. I don't know. You know, I did come for her shoes, Hannah's shoes. That's what got me there. If you remember, I it was the. Oh, ensemble. I remember. You came for a child's shoes. I remember. Yeah. it's not. It's not becoming of someone who's. You, you know, know what? One... You're right. You're still in Cancelvania. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm, <laughs> At I'm least down another here. episode, and then maybe yeah. you'll be back. But I think it's not. You know, it's not becoming of a host. One of the two hosts of the. I think the Webby nominated number one podcast about Ninety Day Fiance. Yep, so, Grammy winning. Grammy winning. Oh, man, we'll see. Hopefully those Emmy nominations go our way, you know? Fingers crossed, baby. For that one Twitch stream that went Watch your ass, Rogan. Watch your ass. (laughs) (laughs) What if that's how I talked? Oh, my God. Yeah. I would actually low-key lie to you and say that the podcast got canceled and keep doing it under a different name. Low-key or (laughs) high-key? Low-key. But, like, low-key, like, it was a tragedy. Um, But, like, low-key, actually high-key, I'm curious if Kenny is, like, the same in the U.S. when it comes to these kinds of standards of sanitary conditions and things like that. Because he was like, oh, like, this place is a garage. The store is a garage. This is, like, it's nothing's Walmart. And it's just, (laughs) it's just fucking lame. I gotta say, when he made fun of the candy which was just a fucking plum and spice yeah and you called it it looks like a blood clot i was like bro he is so catty bro that, was, that is hilarious but yeah. you are done you're Yo, done don't do that. i would and like to goes, give you and points. it tastes like hot salsa i'm like that you mean flavor other. bitch there's flavor on that plum yeah here he's a fool because I love Mexican food. I love every flavor that comes with that cuisine. I love spices. I love flavor. And this dude has the most Caucasian palate. Give me all of that shit. He's, he's, but he, the way he spit that shit out, like he was, never mind. I'm not going to say something like that. But he spit that shit out and within full view of the man selling the candy. Like there was a a shot of him. How do you not know how to be at least polite enough to not spit it out in front of the man who sold it to you come the fuck on i don't that's minus 50k for being a spitter then here's the thing inconsiderate Um, fucking spitter this there's a lot more that there could be penalties but you know we'll arrive at that shortly um because things could move very quickly for kenny now they go to now they like let's go get something to eat they go to this restaurant it's uh you know they're hand making tortillas and things like that. His first question is, "Wait, are we gonna talk about the the fact that he w- couldn't figure out what a dollar to peso conversion uh, peso I'm, conversion look, we could r- do a rate whole, was? Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> Literally, Armando goes, it's 18 pesos, $1. Okay. And uh, Kenny's like, and he's like, what? what you just bought costs 15. How much do you get back? I don't know. What um, is again, this? Fucking $1 is 18. You paid 15. No, he is too old. How much he is, is too Three? old for that. Three pesos. You know he's texting somebody saying, and he tried to get me to convert. I'm too old for that. You know what I mean? That's his. That's his vibe. Like, and he because he really looks like he really looked at. I think I don't. Uh, I don't want to go there, but I don't. I'm. That's why I'm really worried that this isn't a partnership, and rather Armando is just his cute little young thing to fuck and have him take care of as he rides off into the sunset in Mexico. Like that's what i'm concerned because everything he's been expressing has been in this idea that it's almost like his like sexy retirement like i worry south. about that too but he's gonna have to raise hannah too so right and i think and time we'll to see. show up bitch. that's why that's why i'm like okay let me just i don't want to jump like to the judgments. first day did not make him look good let's be honest about that and i just no. really hope that it's gonna so work out but if it's not i'm I'm going to look back to this day as the beginning of the end. The end. He's completely toothless. He can't do anything without the help of Armando. And we really see that as they, as things progress. Then they go to this restaurant. Okay. It looks delicious. They're making so tortillas. His first thing is like, they don't, they're, they're, they're using their bare hands. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about, fool? Like, what do you want them to wear gloves? He's like, I don't, I don't know. All right. Uh, How are you going to make tortillas without your fucking hands? And also, is are you so cynical that you think people who are like have a restaurant aren't washing their hands just as like a matter of cause of their, how they do their business, how they conduct themselves as just normal human beings? You think they're like, that's why I'm like, are you really looking at these people and being like, I don't know. I don't know them. Therefore, they are dirty and nasty. And I'm just going to jump to that conclusion rather than being like, they're human. If I had a restaurant, I would probably do it like this. There's not much else to suggest that everything else looks fine, but he wants to go there. So then the one of the moments of the episode occurs when he, they pull up to this restaurant and he's looking and he's like, okay, so, and he's just like, so what kind of food do they have here? <laughs> and it was seriously, people were like, what are you? What, I really sir? wanted him to say Japanese. Yeah. just Well, and then that's where our hero comes in, the surly expat. Who's like eating with his dog, and he's like, "You're seriously asking what kind of food they have here? What'd you expect, Italian?" That's a, that's a Mexican Matthew accent. <laughs> I think that guy Not was that European. Not that the man is Mexican, but that's he, you doing. He seemed from Europe, like he was from Europe. He didn't quite have whatever that random man. And I'm sorry to that man that I don't know where he's from, uh, but. <laughs> Uh, what was that bonus for me? He said, how many points is that? Or is that to him? I'm sorry? You know you know what? It's to you. <laughs> it was for the guy. <laughs> All right, I'll take that. I mean, I gave him voice, so, you know, in some way. Uh, how many points was that? Does Alvin say? 500K. <laughs> wow. And then how many for that man? zero yeah let's call that zero that's fair so a lot of people were really loving that guy and really loving what his whole vibe was because it was i think he represented all of us in that moment of like just being to like this motherfucker really asking fucking with us kenny yeah like what are what 
And then when the server comes to ask, you know, what their order is and explaining what they offer, the way Kenny's like head is angled in relation to the woman speaking to them, it was almost like it was he was acting like she was cursing at him or some shit. It was disrespectful. It was so weird. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this guy? Are you that uncomfortable? Because you don't speak Spanish? What the fuck is going on with you? And okay, so they get their food. And this is where I was uh, tempted. Do you want it in a burrito or uh, on a plate? Plato. <laughs> I love, the. I just My love. My favorite the, philosopher. Yes, is Plato. Plato. Okay. I don't know Plato about you. Plato of meat. I don't know if you know or if you're aware of the Academy and what that was. But uh, Play-Doh, okay? So I don't care. Anyway, do you know what platonic ideal? Never mind. Never mind. I'll have it in a Play-Toh to go, though. And, so this is the part where I got, I, I got ready Play-Toh to- That's a Play-Toh penalty. I'm sorry. I know. I, oops. That, that was wrong. There we go. Um, it's minus 50K to Kenny. Well, here's the thing. Now, this is my own personal opinion, but later on in the meal- um, it looks like Armando offers him a sip of some horchata, okay? And that's one of my favorite drinks. I'll get it at a taqueria. I love any kind of horchata. I love Jamaica. That's all. I love that shit. And this man- I'm a Jamaica fan myself. Took a sip of the, of the horchata, and he was like, it's like milk that's gone bad. Are you fucking- and I, my finger was about to cast him to Transylvania because I really take umbrage with that. I and it was really... also fucked up that like he then and the camera was like, uh, I sometimes think that Armando is uh, uh, fooling with me or whatever it was that he said that he was like, because yeah. he gave me some rice water and it was disgusting. Oh it's my like, God. Dude, I think... Saying shit like that, I'm keep that shit up, Kenny, because you're gonna we're gonna be hanging real soon. Okay, <laughs> we'll see him in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. I'm sorry, bro. This he's starting to really get get on my nerves. Man. All right. All right. That was like the biggest yeah. chunk. I think everything else is pretty short. So with that, let's take a quick break and then we'll burn through this other garbaggio next. Bye or not bye till then. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with Geico, we hired a soap opera star. Gracious me, my car has storm damage and I've had to file a claim. Could it possibly get worse? Will my claims team leave me for someone else? Someone less intense? Um, no. Actually, when you file a claim with Geico, you get your own dedicated claims team who promises to stay with you throughout the process. Oh, I've never known such loyalty. I can't wait for the second season. Geico, great service without all the drama. America's so fucking tight. And we're back. And time to talk about Tim and Melissa. And morally, it's it's more not morally, it's Melissa. 
we Tom Tim or whatever that dude's name is, he's not really doing shit. He's he's just on a plane right now. This, this all section of those dudes always look the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very normal. That's all I'll say. I'm in Pennsylvania. <laughs> I've been put here because my takes can be too catty and too vicious sometimes. <laughs> so I'm like Bane. They have to put a mask on me because <laughs> I'm too nasty. Oh. Uh, oh my god did Ms. you see Jeeve, his outfit he's nasty could you believe tim's translucent pale complexion <laughs> he's so white he looks see-through <laughs> um yeah so melissa we, uh, she's she's dope she's 29 she works at a marketing agency she's very close with her family she's got it going on honestly um, any uh, Colombian uh, K-1s or people familiar? What was that beer drink they were cooking up uh, with her dad? They showed it very briefly. It looked like they were mixing limes with beer and something else. It sort of like reminded me of a michelada, but michelada, I wasn't sure yeah, what it was. Maybe. But, you know, what's the Colombian version? Again, I, whenever it's about food or spreads, you know, we're pro-food, we're pro-spread, uh, we're pro-anything that you can consume. All spreads um, matter on this show, so I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so welcome to your, the, That's how the worst, I got canceled. The worst uh, Pinterest-based podcast. It's like, yeah, we just talk about like different spreads we love we've seen on Pinterest. Um, and like we just thought like because of the times, like we would just kind of do that for the SEO and just like kind of get see like what would happen. So she loves her parents, which is great. And her mom, I like her mom. Her mom is just sort of like he fucked with my baby's heart and cheated on her. Therefore, his ass is in Pennsylvania. The mom was so savage. Yeah. I was like, you get a plus one million savage mm-hmm. bonus. Mm-hmm. Because savage mom. what she said was like, um, basically, do I think that he should end up with my daughter and they should get married and have kids? No. Yeah. No. Which is the whole reason dude is coming over. It's yeah. just so savage. I love it so much. Yeah, she's like, fuck that fool. Yeah, he can come here. That's the least he can do. But honestly, in the end, nah, that ain't happening. I love that she combined, oh, yeah, I'm glad that he's moving here. That's the least he can deal with. But also, I don't want but him also, to end up with her. Yeah, he can get fucked for all I care. Honestly, he might. <laughs> A lot can happen in Medellin, you know what I mean? So... Good luck to that man, is what I was Some fucking say. big mom energy, and I'm yeah. in it. I, You know, that's what you got to do, though. But I think also, Melissa is very much on top of her shit. Um, and so, Yo, really quick, I know uh, your majesty is not your mom, but, but your person. Uh, I want to ask, does she keep grudges for you? Oh, like does if her majesty someone ever, keep grudges? Mm-hmm, like, if... Someone fucked with you. Does she keep mm-hmm. the grudge longer than you? Oh, I'm 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 really bad at uh, communicating my emotions. What I found out with my therapist, so she doesn't know about people who have ever done me wrong because I don't communicate to them and I let them fester in the back of my mind uh, in a place where I call a zone where you do not go there. Um, so then, if she ever brings up people who have ever wronged me, I just flip the fuck out and I run out the house crying. <laughs> And then I come back with a Slurpee. And I said, I just needed a Slurpee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she definitely would. I don't have Ma- that many beats. Max you know is what I mean? a lot more like 
you know, someone had like if they made me sad one time and I've like forgiven forgave them immediately or whatever, it's right. like always on his brain. And then like yeah, if yeah, anything yeah. ever happens that's serious with that person, he'll be like, Fucking knew it. Never I mean, trust I do them that after shit. that I'll one do that time. Shit, though. I do that for her. I remind mm-hmm. my homies of old beefs that they've squashed. I'm like, really, dude? You don't remember that one party junior year? Okay. And he remember Fine. what he said about your mom, dude. And you were about to knock that dude out. And he said no because you wanted to play in the football game Friday. And if the coach found out you beat his ass, he you wouldn't be able to start. And there were scouts there. But then look, you didn't even play college ball. So what was it all for? Fool, you should have knocked his ass out. So let's go there right now. Don't ask if she asked if there were people that begrudged me, okay? I'm just, just take me to get a slurpy. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens with Melissa. I like her. Um, I do like also that her description of herself was that she's warm at heart, but it takes a minute to get to know her, so people think she's bitchy. Yeah. I was like, fair. that's happened to me. Not for the yeah, same but reasons. Also, you don't need people. Probably need because to- I was being bitchy. You don't need people to be in love with you or you love them the second you meet them. You just be yourself. If you're doing good, then, you know, that's just part of learning about somebody. Somebody that I used to meow. (laughs) I used to meow. (laughs) You didn't have to push me out. (laughs) What the fuck, man? Can somebody can I get a like a tranquilizer sponsor to just bring me down? These um, these I would these never joints only get yeah. I would never want that for you. Yeah, for I know. Show. I think it's just me being my own mother and being like, what is wrong with my son? Because I remember I used to do shit, make everybody laugh in like Japan, but it'd be so dumb. She would be like half amazed that I could make like half of my stoic family members cry, but also she's like, but at what cost? He's humiliated himself. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite things when my grandma was alive, low key alive. <laughs> high key, actually, when you die, when you were alive, like high key, when she was high key. Sorry, like, it was with pretty life. low key. Um, oh, okay, when low key. My grandma was low, low key alive uh-huh. before she high key died on nine eleven. That's oh. true. Um, oh, that's right. She did pass away on 9-11. But she had cancer, did you say? Yes, breast cancer. I, so she I just remember was trying to pull vividly. focus from a national tragedy. Yeah. Uh, um. Anyway, my, gra- <laughs> my grandma, <laughs> when she was low-key alive, <laughs> um, I knew that I would make her laugh really hard when it would be, like, silent. And then she would say the Russian word, durachka, which mm. is, like, stupid for a girl, you know, because it's right, all right, gendered. Right. And uh, I was like, yes, nailed it. I was like, I will do anything for her to do that. That like, you know, like that little like machine gun laugh that's silent. Yeah, you ever yeah, know anybody yeah, who yeah. laughs like that? My grandma laughed like that. Yeah, so I don't. Cute. I mean, I know that laugh, but no one personally in my life. But I know. But we all know the the high. I think all of kids who make their family members laugh is like that's the hot. That's the dragon you're chasing is like to hear those laughs come out of people. You know what I mean? That's why you. That's why we're in the lab every Sunday and Monday, getting so high watching TV and writing very vague notes to record this podcast for y'all. Uh, You're okay. welcome. Anything else on them? I respect her for being like, "Hey, Tim wasn't my type because I wasn't. I'm not really into white guys." Yeah, yeah. It just happened. She said, "White boys." It was dope. 
Anyway, yeah. and um, then oh, she also, also shout said, out to her uh, little spray painted on freckle look. You know what I mean? Shout out to the the cosmetic freckles. The cosmetic. Wait, those weren't real. I don't know. I didn't. How I don't do know, know because look, because I know I know somebody that started a company that's fr- fake freckles and shit. I know, but I got real freckles. People have them. Here, I'll know, take a honor. freckle My photo honor. for you and bring him. Freck out. votes. I'm yeah, like, freck votes for the what the heck votes. <laughs> I'll send you a freck vote. Okay, fantastic. Totes, freck votes. Uh, yeah, Sumit and Jenny, do you have anything to say, really, of substance? It's so boring. Like, yeah. she goes to meet the lawyer to make sure that he did actually file for a divorce, and the lawyer's like, no, it's step one, and, like, he doesn't have any paperwork. It's true. But he and did she's file. Like, okay, the one thing we should talk about is how yep. she said that she took Sumit's virginity. Oh, my God. <laughs> um that is in no way true you think uh, i think think she needs some milk wait wait hold on so you think that sumit lied to her about being a virgin yeah of course he did why would he do that so that she's like oh cool this is real i'll move to india for you even though you're you think she was chasing that fucking fresh in the box dick yeah. And that works on of no, numerous levels. That She's phrase, like, but- I am getting someone who will dick me down and be a caregiver. That's how she looked at it. And he was like, I can't tell her that I've, I've worn the tread down on these tires. So <laughs> I got to be like, yep, brand new, straight off the lot, zero mileage, <laughs> except for the ones manually I've put on there. I think it just like made her like buy into like the myth of like Jenny and Sumi, where she's like, I taught him everything he needed but to know about the vaginas. But wouldn't she be like, but Sumi, if if you're married, <laughs> then wouldn't how, you have just been having you sex? Have sex with your wife? No, why? Oh, it was just weird. You guys just didn't vibe. <laughs> okay. It was low key awkward the whole time when you were naked. Okay. <laughs> Oh, what's that? You don't care for sex, Samit? Okay, okay, unless well, it's with me. I believe it. Great. Will you bite off my toenails this time and don't use the clippers? I like that better. It's nasty. Honestly, bite off my whole toe. Ooh. Ugh. I'm freaky. No, she would lose her balance. <laughs> if I was Samit, I'd be like, medically, I can't bite the whole... You need that shit for balance, fool. I can't take that one pinky. or the pinky. I think Yo, you need that one, too. I think you only need the big one. No, like, I think and the can, middle and the middle okay, parts. Look, but I think you're a cool K one podiatrist, medical, physical therapy people. How many toes can you lose and still be rocking? And which, which ones? are most important in order? And which ones? Top five toe countdown. Number one being the most it's important. The final countdown. Why don't you include toe? Well, because it doesn't fit in the rhyming scheme. Yeah, I guess you the have to squeeze in. Final toe, toe countdown. Nail countdown. That's the only way it'll work. <laughs> wow. Final count. Meow. Um, now, I'm going to move on to them. We took his virginity. And then the friends didn't want to meet. That was the other thing. Yeah, like to meet the up with friends, friends and wives. wives were like, nah, it's not happening. We don't approve of the relationship. One said that she, one was nice enough to lie and say that she was sick. The other one yeah. was straight up like, I'm not down with you. That's bullshit. And that's I think that's up. what his friends say. Like, yeah, just so you know, um, this shit isn't going to get easier. 
according to them, but I guess it might not be. Oh, also shout out to the person who connected corrected uh, me or some on the pronunciation of Neerage. Yeah, I'm gonna just shut the fuck up because what I don't know anything. Uh, so I was just I will. I, Neerage is the pr- correct pronunciation. So again, I'm in Cancelvania. It's because I go out on a limb and try and correct people's pronunciations on shit I don't know about. That's why I'm here waiting, getting getting this concrete store garage warmed up for Kenny to come on down. Um, <laughs> but Jenny was really hurt by that. It she was, but she actually that. took it pretty well. I think she was she like, took yeah, it well, I expect this shit, but she but was obviously hurt. She was um, hurt. But she would have been more hurt, and she's going to be more hurt when she watches the episode where the guy friends before she gets there are like, yeah, it's going to be crazy seeing them walk together. It's going to be like a grandmother and her grandson. When she sees that, she's going to be real hurt. Oh, what the hell, guys? (laughs) What the heck? That's not nice. Uh, Yeah, maybe I'm a little older than Sumit, but... I, mean, I love you that your impression of her is essentially emo Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right, last this couple. Is this is uh, <laughs> yeah. this is so sad. Oh, Another God. quick one: Devin and Jihoon. Now, man, let me tell you, as uh, someone with an Asian mother. I fucking I've lived this conversation out. I was like, here it comes, here comes the pivot, here comes the turn, here comes the oh, what's wrong, and draw you in just to fucking <laughs> smash your head in with a fucking rock and be like, the fuck is wrong with you, man? If you're smart enough to know what the fucking problem is, then fucking do better, idiot. Fucking acting like a goddamn shame. That is not right. at all her vibe. She actually, in the beginning, was like, just tell Devin that all Korean guys are like this. Your dad lied to me. And I was like, that's not what you should be saying right now at all. And then he's like, Mom, I spent my money on drinking and going out. And she's like, come on. That's what everybody does. It's just Korean but- guys. Just whatever. And then also, she said that his lies to Devin were white lies and not that you tell when you like lies. someone. Yeah, I'm that's like, what you do when you like someone. Yeah, when you like someone, you completely fucking mislead them about your financial situation, your debt, your criminal record, um, yeah. how much money you've been uh, saving for them to move there, and about uh, getting a job. I mean, come the fuck on. What I'm saying is, this is... In terms of like how she was speaking and the language that was being used, it was like the beginning was he was telling his version and as her, as his mother, she was trying to j- first run out of excuses that my son can't be this dumb. And she's like, and it can't be that bad. Sort of like, oh, well, yeah, people do that. She's being really dismissive. And I get it, you know, living in any kind of misogynistic culture, like there's like an inbuilt sort of uh you you excuse any kind of uh misbehavior from men like if as long as most things are fine kind of thing i don't know because like russia i think goes both ways right because it's like misogynist but also it'll like low-key hate on anybody like the mom will like like my mom would shame me too if i was fucking up she'd be like uh yeah you're the woman you need to be pulling 50 percent of the weight at least 
But at the same time, she would also be like, what the fuck is Max doing if something was wrong? She would totally play it both ways. You know what well, I mean? Th- yeah, but I think, but there, but this is what varies, I think, from culture to culture. Like, because I think what the beginning was sort of, everything was about preserving his dignity, which she was trying to do with all of those excuses. Because it was, it was never like, oh, like, her, her tone wasn't you fucked up. It was like, that's fine because it's this or it's like that. It's this or it's that. And then when she really began to see how pathetic he was and it was like and it, like even the toll it was taking on him where he had completely shut down and started crying. And she was that's what she was like. Uh, men don't cry. Uh, don't do that. Uh, but that's where I saw the the turn, which is like what I was saying, like I've experienced is like where you start feeling bad for yourself and it's like you're. Like my, it's almost like culture. Like I don't, I'm sick of seeing you feel bad for yourself. So now this is going to turn into like anger that I will try to motivate you with, which is sort of like, if you, like she says, she goes, if you know what's wrong, then you need to change it. Like it, it went very quickly from, yeah, men do that. Da, da, da. And she was like, oh fuck. Okay. So you an idiot. Okay. So here we go. Okay. First of all, don't fucking cry. And if you know, if you can correct it, correct it. The way, the thing that resonated with me is like uh, in, in terms of Japanese culture was the way she said, do you hear me? And she says, answer me loudly, which is a, a very like, you think you say that in Japanese too. Like, it's not just when you say it, you say, yes, you say like, like you just, you'll say like, really tell say me that again, like, like you would say like, or like you would basically with strength, compose yourself and answer me. Or like like if you said or like like something like that, you're talking to somebody, say, hey, get it together. But the way you want them to respond is this very like, tell me you hear me in the way you respond. Like not just saying you understand, but now project it to show me that you have strength behind what you're saying. And it's not just this sheepish thing. And it was a very similar thing. I was like, oh, say it yeah, with your yeah, chest. Yeah. Yeah, and don't just say yes. Like, look, no, no, and you're not getting away with some lazy shit. Come correct. Look me in my eye and say you understand now. So it's interesting just to see that sort of parenting moment have to go down with somebody who's, you know, what if 30 or however old he is. The thing that I thought was really encouraging, actually, is that um, she said, you're not 70, you can change. Yeah. Which, uh, which I guess if you're 70, isn't that great. But if you're any and younger hey, if you are than 70, that, you can change. Dude, my mom's changing every day. She's 70. Um, What's she changing? Like her the music she likes? Her hairstyles? Is she going through like a style phase right now? Nah, but she's just open to stuff. I brought oh, her a bunch yeah. of CBD stuff yesterday. And instead of uh, freaking out, she said, is this going to uh, fuck me up? Oh, <laughs> and I was like, fuck? no, it's not. Yeah, like, and also, don't but say I, that ever again. <laughs> she didn't say fuck me up, but she said like, it's the Russian word for like, it's it's not a curse word, but it's like getting turned on by not turned on, but like turned up, sort of. Yeah. And that's right. kind of what she said. And I was like, this is hilarious. I was like, no, this isn't going to fuck you up. That's the next stage. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm going to bring that over and we'll have some videos. We'll just need to lay down and watch. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll see what happens with these two. I, I It seems Devin seems to have made up her mind that this is, and I think everyone's seen what's gone on here. Uh, there's no way Jihoon is going to be able to turn this around and and like and especially in a consistent way where she's going to all of a sudden be like, oh, okay, yeah, you're right. I, Maybe I'll I give mean, you a ninth chance. I would believe that he would turn it around if 
um, his attitude wasn't that of feeling sorry for himself. Right. And actually being like, uh, I feel bad for my wife and the two kids that moved really far. And she went through that trip, you know, with her mom. And this is really like embarrassing and fucked up for her. And instead of being like, this means I have to work harder. He was like, this means I have to feel sorry for me. Yeah. It's like, no, it's not yeah. really about you right now. And that's we'll the see. part you're not seeing. You think he'll turn get. it around? You think he can turn around? I mean, I he's going to have to go come back and he's like, I'm the CEO of Microsoft. <laughs> like, that's like the only shit I could feel like he's going to come Jess back. Jess said with. this about Colty. And I think it's true about Jihoon, which is that he's a baby man. Baby man. Yeah. And I don't want to say a man butterfly because I don't think he's going to be a butterfly. He's a man cocoon. I mean, I don't, is Paul even going to be a man? I don't know about Paul. I mean, nah. he's just going to like, it's going to be a caterpillar and then just like a roach comes out of it. And you're like, oh, oh fuck. That's not how that the works. fuck was that? Gross. Hey, man, come on. Come down here, man. Come on. You buy five, save five. <laughs> come on I'm down. I'm a chicken coop. Come on down, a fucking chicken coop. I'm like, okay. Why is this like the new Beetlejuice? Wow, could you imagine Paul is like Beetlejuice? <laughs> you say Paul this is, is gonna <laughs> ruin a thing I like. Five for five, five for five, five for five. Ah! You say buy five, say five, buy five, say five, buy five, say. You want say a moxie three- pod? <laughs> say that three times. You're gonna wake up in ton of jeans. In ton of jeans, buried under a ton of jeans. Um, I do anyway. think that the best immigrant mother move, though, like I felt this in my bones. Or I guess she's not an immigrant. She's still in Korea. But I really felt this in my bones when she said at the end of like taking him to task for all the shit he should have been taken to task for, like for his not showing up for his family and whatever, she goes, and be better to your parents. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, just squeeze that in for good measure, man. You know what That's I mean? That's plus 100K for keeping yeah. your eye on the fucking prize. Yeah. Good for you. The- she definitely hasn't forgotten uh you said you were gonna pay that money back fool that you borrowed (laughs) all right well that does it for this episode thank you so much for uh stopping by uh until next time you know we will diligently keep watching and smoking and making sure that we are seeing everything and mispronouncing everything and coming up with new ways to imagine sumit and jenny's love life um because I feel like there's there's a lot to mine there, Samit. <laughs> I don't know, Samit. Put those spanks on. You wear that. I, hey, Samit, I like you in shapewear. But Jenny, I was honest about my wife at the very last second. Oh. Does this wait. mean I still have to bite you, off your toenails? Oh, God. I'll eat them shits. I'll, you know what? If, if Samit won't... I want to see Jenny's feet a little more close up. I know we saw a little bit, but you know that's neither here nor there. That's that's gross. for a new podcast. Yeah, called Jenny's Toes. We've got to know. Uh, thank you, everybody. <laughs> you can check out this show at Four Twenty Day Fiance on Twitter and Instagram. You can also, uh, I think, you know, just holler at us, DM us, uh, tweet at us, tell us some things, uh, give us some ideas, some insights culturally. Tell us what that drink was. You know, uh, what's going on? Let me know. Um, was it a Michelada? What is the Yeah, Columbia or something. I'm sure it's probably like, yeah, because I want to make that now. Uh, th- and, you know, you can find me, uh, Sophia Alexander, at the Sophia, S O F I Y A, also. And that's on Twitter and Instagram. And then, look, if you're looking for, let's say, uh, another podcast that I host, and let's say it's about 
all kinds of things like relationships, uh, social justice right now. You know, it, it runs the gamut. Uh, fingering. Uh, it's all there. Private parts unknown with my co-host, Courtney Kosak. You, can, you should just subscribe to that now. Okay, I'm, I'm going to wait for you to do that. Okay, search private parts unknown. Yep, it's that the globe logo with the hand. Yep, down. Sub, okay, subscribe. Thank you. And then also, my album is out too. Um, and you know, Miles loves it. Uh, he's and you know, whatever he says, is, <laughs> you should just believe. Uh, so please check that out wherever you get your audio. Wow, that was such a glowing endorsement. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I want to say that I am obviously available um, on Twitter and Instagram at Miles oh, of Gray, mm-hmm. and the Gray is spelled with an A. And you can also listen to me every day on the Daily Zeitgeist yeah. with Jack O'Brien and various, very hilarious guests. Oh, well, uh, 420 Day Fiance is a production of iHeartRadio. So for more of that, get the iHeartRadio app or Apple Pod, wherever. Just get this. Subscribe and, and, and tell review. people. Yeah, and tell more people. You know what I mean? Because we want to go to whatever is beyond number one. You know what I mean? Because right now. A1. We're, oh, shit. The number K1 rated podcast and also one <laughs> by Earth Standards. All right. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Peace. Pennsylvania needs nurses and you could be part of the solution. Thanks to Misericordia University's Accelerated Nursing Program. Designed for people with non-nursing college credit, the 16-month ABSN program combines online and on-site education at a learning center in Robinson Township. This accredited program will provide you with the experience you need to launch a successful nursing career. Misericordia ABSN requires no admissions testing. To learn more, search Misericordia ABSN. I'm Brian Ray, host of On Tour Podcast. My music career began as a teenager with Etta James and most recently with Paul McCartney for 19 years. My friends and I have spent most of our lives traveling the world on some of the biggest tours in history. On this show, nothing's off limits. We're sharing personal stories from our years on the road with the greatest music legends. Listen to On Tour on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.